No? I thought it was okay. The audio. The floors. Up on the floors. You know what it is, oh, man. That was good. That was good. Big woo. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> How much does it... <laughs> How much does it take to do that? How much does it take to do what? <laughs> yeah, now you just sound dumb. You sound like you're trying to be a dummy right now. You sound dumb. <laughs> do audio. <you. laughs> oh, big fly. That's not coming back. Where you going, Jamoki? Dude, you. <laughs> and we're live. We're live. This is E Double Titty. Real street shit. You know how we do. Recovering from the Rona. Alright. Pip pip. Cheerio. I'll fucking find you one day, my dude. What they got on that thing? I never liked it. Like, it's just so hard to talk to people nowadays. Be kind, drink water, and don't be fucking racist. How much effort does it take to do that? Could you do that on a whim? Like, start talking your regular voice for the beginning of the sentence and then <laughs> go pop smoke for the last part of the sentence. All right, all right here we so go. So be like, here we go, here we go. Here I'm going to give you a sentence. So be like, I came home, showered. That's the regular voice. And I shot two niggas in my backyard. That's O D. Why I got to why Pop Smoke? Why Pop Smoke got to shoot two niggas in his backyard? It's, why it's, can't he serve? It's, it's, why can't he serve? It's drill. It's all about shooting why and killing niggas. It's drill. Why go with go with what it is. Why can't he serve them refreshments? Like I got some Capri Suns. Two niggas in my backyard. I'm putting two holes in their head. I went home and showered. No, 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 no. No. That's how I get to character. I gotta say Dior Dior. Okay. Dior Dior. Shot two niggas in the backyard. Hey, hey. That gave us some Capri Suns. <laughs> I didn't even understand what you just said just now. <laughs> I gave us some Capri Suns. And I said, Woo, baby. <laughs> That's what happened? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Woo, baby. Word for word. Oh, my God. Yo, I'm going to do it like Disney Channel. Dio, Dio. Hey, it was your boy Pop Smoke here with ETG. Woo better. <laughs> Woo better. Woo better. Yo, pass me the, uh, pass me the fire stick. Nah, nah, I sound like Shaq a little bit. I'm losing it. Dude, you're up in all the stores where the rains are pours. Can you put that song on to get me activated? <laughs> Can't bark like him, no. <laughs> run that back, run that back. Let's see how crazy that sounded. Because he's Ozuna. <clears throat> Whatever, I don't know what that has to do with him. Did what he had to do back then. I don't think he had to do it. Well, you don't know what he had to do back then. I don't know. How do you know how he got to where he is? What circumstances in life make you get to that point where you have to shoot a gay porno? Riddle me that. No second circumstances I've needed to come across into. Okay, that's my point. So why are you defending him? Because maybe there are things that he wanted. I, this is what I'm saying. Again, why bigger, are you defending him? Just, just let it listen, go. I, but he did I'm what he did. I'm not rich. Or in the music industry. I mean, neither was he at that point. He was sucking on it, though. I did hear something about the music industry the other day, though. Yeah, what'd you hear there, Chauncey? Uh, well, Flounce. it's going to be very vague. Great. Um, I just know that there was a specific... Wow. That's a crazy visual. Wow. 
Continue. Continue. I just continue. Know Watch TV and uh, that there was use I'm your sorry, brain. I couldn't get over that visual. Yeah. There was a specific person who talked about a music industry rep and how they conducted business. And long story short, they were about to sign the contract. And before that person signed the contract, they were supposed to go into a room alone with six men around a table. Okay. And that person gave them no context as to what was going to happen in the room. Just said to go into the room. Uh-huh. And then they left. Because he presumed it was some, uh, quote-unquote, gay shit. Okay, that's... <clears throat> so they were offering him a deal? Yeah, he was going to sign a contract. To be under the label, or whatever, yeah. But they told him to go into a room with six men. Yeah, it was like around this. the round table. Whatever type of table it was. Yeah, around the table. That's weird. Very weird. What is like? They could have just been telling him to go into the room. I mean, was it really said like that? I mean, it was. That's how it was spoken about. So. Oh no! Relaying information. That's. But I also know the music industry is like that. <clears throat> so. Yes, you and all your music uh, experience. Correct. Several mixtapes. Number one album, hit single. Come on now. Club banger. Come on now, I've worked with the best of the best. You know, they call him Soka Sadiq. Soka Sadiq. Sneaky Deek. <laughs> That's his first, this is your first LP? Yeah. Sneaky Deek. Sneaky Deek. By Soka Deek. <laughs> Sneaky Deek by Soka Deek. That's stupid as fuck. Uh, it's, it's, years, it's your music career. Um, But no, I told you it's very vague. Okay, I led with that. This doesn't make it any better. We were just talking about the music industry and how Ozuna made a gay porno. And it led me to talk about what I heard the other day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, what were we... El Alpha. That's what it was. Evan confused El Alpha with Ozuna. And thought El Alpha made a, uh, a gay sex tape. Yes. Lo and behold, it was Ozuna. Okay. Well, thank you for the correction. Sadiq is the f- forefront expert of things of this nature. And this is the ETT, and we're back in the building, baby. Back in the building. Dicky Dick, Sneaky Dick, Soak a Dick. But what we're not doing in this building. Sid Rodriguez, all of them here. Is fornicating in this building with women. Unlike some real estate agents that are out there. Taking advantage of the real estate. Well, did I send this to you? Yes. Where is it? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Twitter. No. So, we're just going to go to uh, the real deal, uh, which is all about real estate. And uh, Brown Harris Stevens agent sued for alleged sex capade in client's home. So, apparently, two listing agents, Christopher Burnside, great last name, and Aubrey Peel, Allegedly, you had other uses for the Southampton unit, yes, Southampton, New York, in mind. The couple claimed in a lawsuit. The Glens alleged that rather than soliciting officers of the home, the agents used the guise of an open house to engage in a sexcapade in his primary bedroom. So, as someone who read the article, I'm not going to read it to you because it's kind of bo- a little boring. 
I'll just get to the highlights, which are that these two agents are very well known. They work in the Hamptons. Uh, Brown Hair Stevens is a huge real estate firm. And these two agents were representing this listing in Southampton. And uh, the couples whose home it was had cameras in it and caught them going into the room shirtless. And, I mean... Don't think they were in there doing uh, ab workouts, if you know what I mean. <laughs> they was doing some ab workouts. They was they was just weren't doing it on each other. They weren't doing it for each for each like personally. They were doing it on each other. <laughs> yeah, as a real estate agent though, not mad at it. <clears throat> not mad at it. That place was probably fire, and I definitely think they got more business after that. In my opinion, what? Why? Just the notoriety. Do you think, let's be honest here, do you think rich people really care that they, you know what I mean? Like, I mean. No, seriously. Like, you're selling the house already. Like, the people whose unit it was, they were mad, understandably. They're suing for like 100000 in damages, and apparently the agents offered to list the property for free and not take a broker's fee just like as an apology. And the people, they were just like, no. And apparently the wife is like, I'll never sleep in this home again. And it's like, okay, like you Aren't weren't you selling it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you weren't, yeah. you weren't sleeping in it anyway. So, anyway, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But uh, I understand why they would, uh, why they'd be a little tight. But no, I don't think they care. I think they're gonna sue, and the agents are. I don't know if they're gonna get more business, but. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's a little that's a big. I'm telling you. Think I, about it. Now they have name recognition, even more name recognition, because they're both uh, pretty well known in the Hamptons. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's funny as shit, though. Waterfront condo, waterfront uh, property. And you just like, baby, let's get freaky. In the ma- the master bedroom. That's it. It makes sense. Because t- you're not telling me you don't ever walk into a crib and you're just like, I could I could do a lot in here. It's not even that. It's more like it, the, the unit was staged for oh, like viewing. Weird. So it's just like perfect. Like model home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they love pro- model homes. So they're probably just like, hey. I mean. Yo, you, I, yo I, now it makes sense. You could, I can imagine a perfect life in a model home. We used to visit model homes all the time in Florida before we got our actual home. And I used to be like, damn, this is perfect. We could just buy this home and leave all the furniture in here. We don't even got to change it. So I understand. It was staged. It was on the water. The uh, the female agent was pretty good looking. Yeah, I don't agree. Her face is a little boxy. <laughs> But uh, I guess I liked her jawline. I don't know. I didn't think she was that attractive. The comments on their pages were hilarious on Instagram. Some of the comments I read were like, I would do it too. She's hot. One of them was just like, it was probably very like hot to do it in the house. Hold and I'm on. just like, and that's why I was like, oh yeah, they're probably definitely getting more business now. Because like, people are going to be like, oh, this is a work fantasy. Yeah, I mean, she's alright. I'm getting a better look. 
What are you looking at here? Let me see it. I'm just looking at uh, Google stuff. Hold on. Yeah, okay. That's what I saw, too. It was nothing crazy. I saw this. Yeah, I saw this picture, and I was like, oh, shy. And then I was like, let me see what she actually looks like. Yeah, that's what I saw, too. I recant my statement. She's all right. But again, it's it's a work fantasy. So, like, just having sex at work, whoever you're having sex with is, like, three times hotter. <laughs> Type shit. Just because your situation is three times hotter. I'm saying you're at work. You're not supposed to be having sex here. Unless you're a porn star. Somebody else's house, too? <laughs> Can't say I could have denied Aubrey if she would have asked me. Nah, they definitely got some other footage of them, too. Because you got cameras in your house to catch them going in and out of bedrooms. Who says you don't got a camera in the bedroom? Oh, yeah. Aubrey Peel listed some big-ass properties, too. Um, yo, they're literally Hamptons brokers, bro. They, they operate in that part of Long Island. Like, Bridge Hampton. Yeah. Yeah, man. My thing is, is that the home is listed. Shouldn't you know everything about the home? Like, why did you... Hey, they know everything now. The bed is quite satisfactory. Now, I'm talking about, like, the cameras and shit. You don't know, like... That doesn't go over. That's not a conversation that's had. But, like, you don't, you don't have to... When you when you give it to a real estate agent, you don't have to tell the real estate agent, like, everything about the house. I mean, ideally, but you, you're you thinking about this as if people do everything they're told to do. No, a thousand percent. But, a, like, wouldn't that up the value as well like we have already installed cameras like i mean they might not be like where you think they are they might not be in the corners of rooms they might be like on dressers and stuff feel me like imagine oh, you me, yeah it could be a system that you don't like it's not like built in you could just easily like take out or like it's movable yeah, that makes sense that's what i'm saying plus as a real estate agent i can tell you what people are supposed to do and what people actually do are much different. People will go out of their way to make things more difficult for you sometimes. Very so, true. Very true. Just like it could be like, oh, like you didn't tell us there were cameras in here. It could also be like, oh, you didn't tell us there's something in the wall here or like an animal died in here at some point. And say, oh, I didn't think it was important. It's like, well, I, re I represent your financial interest right now, so I think I should know everything. You know? I think, but you know, whatever you want. <laughs> sort of, I guess. Sort of, of I guess. The most vain thing about people is that they think that everyone cares about their lives. Yeah, I was under that veil for a while. Like, you could literally go down the street and tell, like, everyone that'll listen all the sensitive information about you. And most likely, no one will stop for long enough to actually hear you out. They'll just be like, yo, there's this dude on the street just, like, telling all his business, like, mad annoying. Yeah, a lot of people uh a lot of people divulge information when nobody gives a fuck too. Uh they just start talking. I'm saying. And I'm like, yo, dog. <laughs> you can get in trouble for this shit, bro. Shut up. What? That's a fact. That's a fact. What's the other thing I said I wanted to talk about to start off? The Yankee letter? Something else? Sex. Sescapade. You said you said that is what I tell my bitches. Whoa. Let's go sex first. 
and work out everything from there. Yes. And then I proceeded to say work backwards, and you said yes. Work backwards. <laughs> I didn't say that. Okay. All right. Well, while we're talking about sex, I guess we got to talk about the hot button topic that's going on right now. And that would be the Supreme Court looking to overturn Roe versus Wade in what is one of the first Supreme Court leaks in history. Or, sorry, one of the biggest Supreme Court leaks in history. So big, they barricaded the bitch already. Uh, well, good reason. Well, good good reason. <laughs> it looked funny when they showed the picture. It was like a nighttime picture. Like a late afternoon, whatever, late evening. Yeah. Um, It looked like there was like going to be like a concert there. And they were like setting it up for it. Did it really? Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah, Sheesh. I knew this was bad. Side note, Fuse, top one iced tea. Sweet yeah, tea. they know what it takes. Yeah, they do. It's very calm. So where do we start in this just mess of a fucking situation? Um, I don't really know. I mean, I got like, it's so easy to me. No uterus, no opinion. <laughs> Bada bang, bada boom. That's it? It's very simple. Yeah, I want to know why why this is on the docket. You know? I mean, you remember when Trump was appointing justices and shit? And he was doing all this other stuff? Okay. This is this is kind of what happens when you when you put a bunch of conservative justices... In the Supreme Court, and they have a long tenure, they're going to do whatever they want to do. Okay, well, hold on. I want to know what the split is on the court. Go ahead. But I'm going to just talk about a few other things now and just say that this is why when certain people are elected, people are so disparaged or, like, so depressed because they, they can see the potential for things like this to happen down the line. Like, people will vote for Trump because, oh, I like that he has balls, and I like that, you know, he he's, like, menacing other countries. And it's like, well, what about this? You know what I mean? Like, why do we even care that people can have abortions? That's what I don't get. It's just like, just let them let them get abortions if they feel like it. Like, what? You know what I mean? Why is this, why is this even a conversation? It'd be like making a law. It's heavy conservative. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know why we're tampering with some shit that's, uh, that's served us well over the past couple of years. And some people might say not well because babies have been, well, rather, fetuses have been aborted, right? And in that same case, they would use babies, right? So I have a question to ask you. How do you feel about the term babies being used instead of fetuses? Like, do you just consider it a baby as soon as a girl's pregnant? It is not a baby until it come out of the womb, in my opinion. I mean, it has the potential to be a baby. But in my opinion, a baby is what you get when it's delivered. Besides, like, when it's just in the womb and you're taking pictures, it's just a fetus. So even, even at eight months... 
it's a it's a it's a fetus. Yeah, for the most part. In my opinion. I mean, let's see what the internet says. Well, you know, that's why they have those What is considered a baby? That's why they have the cutoff dates. A baby is any child from birth birth to age four. Hmm. There we go. Look at that. Well what is a fetus? What is a fetus? Unborn offspring. There you go. So it's unborn a- human baby more than eight weeks after contraception. Con- conception, sorry. Oh, okay. So before eight weeks, it's not even a fetus. Before eight weeks, it's literally just an egg. Yeah, for the most part. Becoming a fetus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because some people would argue that uh, it's a baby after the eight weeks. And if you decide to get abortion... After the eight weeks, you're killing a baby. You know? Yeah. So, like, I mean, I don't I don't think baby. I think I'm more on, like, your path, except if we're at, like, eight months and you're getting, like, full pictures of, like, fully developed toes and hands and stuff like that, like, that's real baby-ish to me. You know? Like, I get correct politically correct oh so like after seven months he was a baby you yeah. has like hands and feet yeah that's a baby so would you would you support that whole like after seven months you can't abort it um well they already have one of those rules in place do they yeah they have a they have a uh i don't know the exact weeks but yeah they've had that it's uh, no no i mean like nationwide like where there's like a ban on, i don't think there's a ban on it. i think certain uh I think certain states have it where it's like after eight weeks or whatever, but some women don't know they're pregnant for eight weeks. That's what I'm saying. But again, I'm just going to double back here. I don't understand why we care about this. I just, I don't. Like, why are we making laws about this? Why are we, why is this what the Supreme Court's working on? Overturning a 30-year, 20-year old law and decision that was a landmark case well i don't i don't get it i just don't to be honest with you sadiq i just don't get it well general general let's just put it out there to be get to begin with so we don't have to keep saying it uh mind your fucking business you want to have an abortion it's not any of our businesses uh like isn't that what conservatives always say they want less government interaction yeah and you're just giving them more like, give people the right to abort or not abort, and then you just live where you live. No, is that not... Say that one more time. Is it give people the right to abort or not abort, and then you just move on from there? Yeah, correct. Um, so I think there's got to be some middle ground, because uh, it is a it is a state thing. It is, uh, some states have, like, stricter limitations. Uh, most states um, that I'm reading, you can get uh, you can get abortions in the uh, first and second trimester, mm-hmm. which is still considered, like, early. Uh-huh. Um, but any, any abortions, like, late in the second trimester, in the third trimester, uh, late in the second trimester and in the third trimester are, like, illegal in most states uh just because at that point like it's 
it's developing. Yeah. You know? Um and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say that like you should have you shouldn't have abortions. Um, but there's gotta be some middle ground in, you know, the cases where women don't know they're pregnant. Women get raped, you know, like mm-hmm. that's a serious issue. Like that's those are things that have happened before. Those are not new. So there's like it has to be a middle ground where like you you know, you don't know you're pregnant, but at the same time, like you're not prepared for a baby. You know? And like, yeah, I know. Don't have sex. But like, come on now. You can't like you can't tell people that. I mean they're just not gonna listen. So that, but it's also like say you were married. Right? Let's just say condom broke, you didn't notice. First you know? of all, I'm not getting married using a condom ever again. Yeah, that was a bad example. Let's just say, I don't know, he had low sperm count, told he could never have a baby, she was told she could never have a baby, right? Best case scenario for them, because they didn't want to have a baby anyway. Great. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All of a sudden, she's pregnant. They're playing their whole life without a baby. They still don't want the baby. She's not checking for pregnancy symptoms because of all the all the facts that they've been given, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, it, it becomes, it's, you know, 15 weeks in. And she's like, I'm not fat. This is a baby. I'm pregnant. Like, what do you do at that point? Like, what do you do at that point? Yeah. You know? Like, at that point, now you're infringing on people's life decisions. I mean, not that you already weren't, but the rest of their life decisions. You know? Now it's tough. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the middle ground is. Is there any middle ground? Do you just cut the slate clean and say, hey, listen, it's up to you personally. I think that's the only way to, to this is the land of the free, right? Give people the right to say, I'm going to get an abortion. Who gives a fuck? Now, do you think there should be a limit on abortions? Say a woman has five abortions in one year. No, I don't care. I genuinely don't care. Let her do whatever she feels like she has to do. Okay, put yourself in like a, in like a, I guess like a lawmaking position or someone that regulates abortions. You know, like, like, what would be a limit, and why? I I would put no limits on it. No I don't limits. think it serves any purpose to do that. Like, I want parents that are going to be responsible, and parents that are going to want their child. The foster care system is awful. You know what I mean? So, it's kind of like if the foster care system is awful, and it's just going to create more children that are either that have either lost their way or have more of a I guess not ability but maybe a a better chance I'm not thinking of the right word but a better chance to just basically like not be productive members of society or right. but definitely something should be harming you I can just, never ne- definitely something you can never predict so and like I, I definitely know there's some people that are like oh uh, abortion is killing the population or that but it's gonna be like the population is less now because times are good. You know what I mean? Like the population booms in the world. And we covered this in that episode where we talked about populations in like North Dakota and how black people yeah. should take over North Dakota. Correct. Can never forget. Never. It was a great day. It's more black people in New York city than there is people in general in North Dakota. It's an amazing stat. The time to be alive. Amazing stat. Like literally you could take all the black people in, in Harlem 
Queens, Brooklyn, and the Bronx and just go take over that whole state. And they don't have nothing for us. <laughs> Not one thing. They don't have nothing for us. Nah. We got drip, what they got? Farmland? A couple of rusted out pistols. Anyway. Populations are less now just because times are better now. Yeah. You know, it times might not be better for us for a little bit now, the way things are trending, but So like let me ask you this then. So a woman decides to get five abortions in one year, right? Just because we're stick we use that number before. I use that number before. You can't a woman can't get five abortions in one year. This is very true. So let's just say two. Uh, why are you hung up on this? Two abortions in one year, right? Why why are you hung up on this new Because we're gonna go through all we're gonna go through all the questions people have about it. Right? Someone has that question? There's a lot there's a bunch of things going on. Are you kidding me? Everybody has a question. Okay. Right? All right, fair enough. Go ahead. So let's just say two abortions a year, right? In one year. Two. Both abortions were at month eight. Okay. They're taking out like a full. If it was at month eight, it would still. This doesn't fit your time frame. She wouldn't be able to have them in that short amount. Let's just say January and November. Obviously, she didn't have sex for the first abortion in the same. You can't have an abortion at eight months and then just get pregnant right right again. This is not how that works. Is that not how the female body works? No, nah, it's like a whole process. I was reading all about this shit today. All right, well, that's the case. Then fuck it. Then I mean, no, I get that. Yeah, my just, question I is I like, what it, like, this is impossible. Are you sure you just can't get pregnant again after having an abortion? It just, you can't just get pregnant right away. Like you have to give it some time. All right. That's why when people have like a miscarriage, it's so hard on them because it's like you thought you were having this baby, then you lose it. And then you definitely can't make another one for a little bit because, like, the fetus has to be, like, ejected and then everything has to go back to normal. Like, Yeah, I mean, yeah, that I knew. You couldn't get pregnant the day after you give birth. Well, I... You cannot. Uh, yeah. So I guess that question is invalid. Oh, my – what I was trying to phrase was that, like, let's just say a woman has three abortions in general. I heard you. Go right? ahead. She's having a lot and of abortions. Every, every, every abortion has been at month eight. Like, is that an issue? No. Why? That's her problem. She's stimulating the abortion doctor economy. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I can't stress how much I don't care. Like, this is their right to do that. It's just like if someone wants to get a transgender surgery, I don't care. If someone wants to get their dick chopped off and get a vagina and but still be a man, I, don't, I, I genuinely don't care. Like, do whatever you want to do. Right? As long as it doesn't harm the country and actually harm, not like, oh, the population is dwindling because of abortions. Like, no, the population is dwindling because our generation, by our, I mean myself, Sadiq, and everyone in our age bracket, our most, our, most of us are not having kids because economically and financially, we're not in the same positions that our parents and grandparents were in. So we're not having kids because we don't feel like we're ready to have kids. And we're conscious enough of that fact, not just to be like, yo, fuck it, like, let's just start having kids. You know what I mean? So, that's why the population is dwindling. Adding the fact that there hasn't been a major war to stimulate emotional feelings and just disparity. Because, like, look, if I'm going to war, I ain't pulling out. You know what I mean? Because I might not make it back. So, somebody going to have to be here with my last name. Yeah. I also, I also read that uh, if they do this, then they're literally giving 
a corpse, like a dead body, more rights and more like autonomy than a pregnant woman. Because a corpse, a dead person, can decide how they go out. That's nasty to think about. They can decide, bury me or burn me. You know? They can decide that. Now you're telling a woman who's alive with a baby in her belly that she can't she can't abort kind of crazy and by kind of I mean a lot OD fucking crazy Damn, that's nasty. That's just nasty to think about. Oof. Wow. Yeah, Justice Samuel Alito Jr. Majority of the court voted to overturn it. Wrongly decided. Should be decided by politicians, not the courts. And you know, whenever we let politicians decide things, things go well. Wow. The release of a 98-page document is unprecedented in the court's modern history, according to the New York Times. Early drafts of opinions have virtually never leaked before the final decision is announced, and never in such a consequential case. So they're prepping us for what they're going to do. So this should definitely happen. Wow. The editor-in-chief of Politico and its executive editor sent an email to newsroom employees emphasizing its authenticity. Wow. Supreme Court spokeswoman had no comment. Oh, that's bad. They're not even denying it. Yeah. Oof. Yep, Supreme Court justices. It would be a seismic change in American law and politics coming just months before a congressional midterm election to decide who controls power on Capitol Hill. Ooh-wee. Oof. The United States, man. What are we doing? This is scary. I want to know what what prompted that? Because like you said, heavy conservative, less government interaction. But now you're literally saying, let's get rid of a bill that strictly prohibits, strictly prohibits excessive government interaction in one of the most fragile situations a human being, right? Not of like the, just the female species. In general, a human being could find themselves in being pregnant with another human being i mean so i don't i want to know what give me the seed here pause what what was the seed that was planted that gave you the idea to walk into work and was like roe versus wade bring it up i feel like i want to overturn it oh well they have agendas both parties who the fuck put it on the agenda it's oh, it's probably always been on the agenda, but just now that they they have the ability to actually change it. Like remember watching the movie Vice about Dick Cheney, he gets into office and he had all these plans and guys were asking him for favors and to do stuff that they wanted done or whatever. Like that's all it is, you know. Like these like don't be surprised if other stuff like starts trying to be overturned and certain things start happening now too because they're just going to start pecking away at like all the stuff from the 60s and 70s and 80s because those are the people in power 
for better or worse. So those people that were in their teens and 20s and 30s when laws were getting made in the 70s and 80s, now they're 60 and 70 and they're sitting up there and they're like, yeah, I didn't like this back then. I'm trying to change it. So it was on the agenda. And they decided to run with it this time. Well, now it's on the ETT agenda. Now it's on the... <laughs> I put it on this agenda. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't... I don't really know what, what else to say here. I wanted to go through my little questions. Just because they, they've been asked a lot. And I, uh, I like reading some of the points. I'm sorry, I'm not a good person to ask these questions. Because literally said... Like, I forgot who was it. There was, like, some woman on Capitol Hill that they flagged down with the camera, and they were asking her about it, and she was just mad angry. It wasn't Pelosi. I forgot who it was. Maybe it was AOC? Elizabeth Warren. Oh. No, it was a white woman. Oh, white woman. And she was just in just, like, this is unbelievable. I can't believe they're going to do this. Like, this shouldn't be allowed. This is breaking down the fabric of the country or whatever. That type of stuff. And I'm just like, this is crazy because, like, this is very unnecessary. Let's see. Justice Sonia Sotomayor said, will pose an existential threat. Will this institution survive the stench that this creates in the public perception that the Constitution and its reading are just political acts? If people actually believe that it's all political, how will we survive? How will the court survive? Good questions. Don't make sense. And what are the restrictions going to be? No abortion ever? Listen to this. So, (laughs) after she says that, right, and she says everything's political and, like, legal, right, they go to the conservatives who oppose the abortion rights, and they all hailed Justice Toledo and said that this is from a Christian Hawkins, the president of Students for Life of America. We don't know whether rumors of the end of Roe are accurate yet, but we know that ending Roe is the right decision. Returning the issue to we the people from a few judges with an agenda. You won't find abortion written in invisible ink in the Constitution undiscovered until seven men saw it in 1973. Ending preborn human life isn't always has been a judicial error. <laughs> this is what kills me. Conservatives are always like it's not in the Constitution. As if this document from... 1776. I'm saying as if it can't change. As if it's not like, yeah, we should interpret this differently. This is amazing. Wow. I think the saddest part about this is the fact that people are saying that ending legal abortion will not end abortion, which is what Cecile Richards, who was the president of Planned Parenthood, said. Ending legal abortion is going to push people to dangerous new places. It simply will mean that women are no longer safe in this country. And then she says that lies at the feet of the Republican Party. So, this is a doozy. You might see an uptick in women. You might see an uptick in uh, pregnant women dying. Because they'll find a way. What do you mean might? We will see that. By might, I meant will. We're going to see that. That's the scary part. Like, literally, I were Women are going to go to some back fucking country fucking place where mm-hmm. they do fucking abortions and mm-hmm. people will fuck up. I saw a woman drove. I saw a woman drove from. Where was she? Uh, she drove from Texas like five or six hours to Oklahoma to get an abortion. Yeah, and I was gonna say they start that now. They're doing that now. Imagine when it becomes unavailable everywhere. 
Look, I hate to keep saying the same thing over and over again because that's boring, but, like, this is shit I'm talking about, dog. This is what I'm talking about when I just feel like I, I can't live here and raise children. Like, I just, the signs are there. They really are, and it's sad. And it's like, it's not like the country's going to go to shit. I'm just saying, like, the signs are there. The house is crumbling. You know? Yeah, so at, at some point, you got to leave. Or you got to fix the house. And at this point, I think we've learned that most people are not interested in fixing the house. I was going to say, fixing the house means exposing all the bad shit. Fixing the house means that everyone decides to say the house is bad. Not just the person that has the no, house on the, the second. the majority. I think the, maj- if the majority say the house is bad, you'll fix the house. But like I said, if you fix the house, then you got to rip up the walls, check the foundation, how's the wiring, plumbing shot mechanical shit don't work okay right? but, okay yeah, and my 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 relation to that was all that bad shit you see in a fucking piece of shit house is all the corrupt shit you're gonna see in the government yeah when they decide to break it down and say oh you guys were doing this and they were doing that and mm-hmm. we're all shit huh <laughs> yeah and nobody's gonna allow any anything like that to ever happen it's way too deep way too deep Nothing's going to happen, unless you blow the bitch up and start all over. Blow the bitch up. And it's 2022, and it's not happening. So, I think that's all that needs to be said about fucking that. Uh, Mind your fucking business, Supreme Court, SCOTUS. Mind your fucking business. Take it off the docket. Take it off the agenda. Whoever wrote it on there needs to be fired. (laughs) Well, they get appointed for decades at a time, so. Very true. (sighs) Set them to ETT so we can interview them. No, nah, please don't. I want. I want to. I want to interview don't. whoever put it on the docket. And no, nah, because then I'm then I'm gonna get hot. I'm gonna actually get mad. Yup, we get hot here on ETT. Someone just really be like, you really just decided to do this for no other reason than a technicality that no one ever wrote abortion in a 400 year old document. And then they're gonna come back and say a bunch. It's also of- like, bro, is not that deep. Like it re- is really not. It's not deep at all. Like, it's not. pregnancy is, okay, deep. Whole situation, right? But you also are just like, you don't you don't tell a woman how to act during pregnancy, like, right? Like, that's not an issue, right? Unless you catch them doing, like, crack or something. <laughs> right? Even if they were smoking crack, can't get an abortion. You no, know? Crack, baby. So that's why I'm just like, you gotta, you gotta... We got to draw a line here. What do you think is next for the world? Seriously. Yeah. What do you think? Like, do you, like, because everyone's been coming to the United States of America for opportunity and this, that, and the third. So what do you think happens? Does, does this country have to literally break itself down to be, to build itself back up? And I, and I mean, this is a serious question because, like, where else... Are people able to go in droves like this? Or does it simply mean that the world will start diffusing again? Or instead of everyone saying, let's go to the U.S., some people are like, I'm going to go to Caribbean. I'm going to go to Canada. I'm going to go to another island. You know what I mean? Like, what what happens now? I'm very... I mean, obviously, you don't have the answer. I don't have the answer, but well, I was, I'm very I was interested gonna, yeah, in that. I was going to speculate. Go ahead. Um, speculate. Well, I think... Uh, I think in the future, if 
and or when we get someone who's willing to allow states to uh kind of cover their area mm-hmm. and put less of a federal a federal press on everything right then you might have the oppor- then you might have the opportunity to have that whole build it to have that whole break it down build it back up scenario the right way right so I'm not saying that you're going to have the opportunity when somebody gets in the office that gives the states that opportunity. I'm saying you're going to have the opportunity when the states decide who's going to run in their offices and how they're going to run their state. That's when you might have an inkling of an opportunity to figure out where you want to live in the United States based on what you believe in. But isn't what makes the United States attractive the fact that we're all United States? Like, that's... Is, but just, are we though? When no, no, no. But wouldn't that just make us Europe? Because that's how Europe is. It's just a bunch of different. Like I'm just. I'm but just I, but it works though. But Europe works. No, it doesn't. Europe has a shitty economy. What do you mean? Europe used to be the most powerful nation in the world. This is what I'm saying though. <laughs> you can't have you can't have it both ways. I'm not saying can't that. have it both ways. No, I'm not saying that. But this is why I said. That's why I'm interested to see where the world goes. People don't grow up and say, "I can't wait to move to London." They say immigrants from other countries say they want to come to America and start a new life and build a life, live the American dream. There's no London dream. There's no Canadian dream. There's no Russian dream. <coughs> there's no Amsterdam dream. There's no Rotterdam dream. There's no Germany dream. It's the American dream. And the United States is so strong because it's a massive continent that's fully united. And if wedges keep getting driven in between this con- this continent for one reason or the other, that takes away from the overall greatness of the whole. Which Correct. would mean that the appeal of it is less. Because, again, that is just Europe. But think about, think about you saying this, right? Mm-hmm. A person who's lived in the United States, who's enjoyed and prospered by having this sort of freedom right knowing very well that no place else has the freedom the united states has the opportunity the united states has but you've made your opportunity into something here you've made something that you can branch off into something into other places with Uh right somebody coming from germany the amsterdam rotterdam the Netherlands, Russia, China, India, right? Those places where they've lived their entire life haven't offered them the luxury of starting something to help them get other places. So when they come here, this is where they start that. Whereas we've had the opportunity to start that our entire lives. That opportunity has been started for for children before they were born. AKA parents starting savings accounts, college college accounts, college savings accounts, right? Retirement funds, credit cards before your kids turn 18. So they have mm-hmm. a credit score when you give it to them at 18. A hella good credit score when you give it to them at 18, right? We've been exposed to that our entire lives. That's not new to us. That's regular shit, right? People in other countries don't have that opportunity. So they come here as the American dream, right? 
we don't necessarily have the American dream. We just have our dream because we're already in America. It's just a dream already. Right? Mm-hmm. And we still find a way to complain. But I just had to throw that in there. I'm, I'm more getting at the, the whole, the, the Europe thing works. Like, it, you're going from a world power to not being a world power. There are consequences that happen. Oh, my boy's hammered. He's got like six empty beer cups. Yeah, the boys are drinking. Tavern of the game. I had a sports bar and grill. Wisconsin Rapids. Getting to it. We're watching a little Brewers Reds. But, yeah, if if we become separated like that, Sadiq, my point is that we're not, we're not going to be the world power anymore. And if we're not the world power anymore, then life changes dramatically. Oh, oh, oh. but I don't mean that the states are going to become their own separate entities. It's I not don't even mean that. it like that. It's not that. The, the strength, like, again, the strength of the country is us being united in some part like if we keep changing things and everyone has their own rules and shit the strength keeps going down right if half the countries half the states are in the united states agree about abortion and all these other stuff and the other half don't will there be a split yes eventually but until then what's there going to be a lot of political unrest which is going to start and stop the economy the parties are going to now but that's what I'm saying. We're already on that path. No, it I was don't, better no, before. It's never gonna get, but it's never gonna get to a point where we're so divided that we won't stand together against any other country. No, that's what you think. No, that's literally. That's literally how it's gone in the past. It's civil war. If you ask anyone five years before the civil war, do you think it's gonna be civil war? No, you know they'll just do what they do in the south, and we'll do what we do in the north. It's literally how it happens. No one thinks it's gonna fucking happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. That's fine. Okay? I don't think the but civil, the civil again, war was it. And it doesn't have to become that drastic. But if we keep having political unrest, social unrest, it's going to lead to economic unrest. And that's going to lead to our standing as the world's economical superpower to be over. China's already on our ass. They don't need much more else for us to fuck up. For I mean, sorry, for them to take over. Because we're already fucking up. Well... Well, China's economy is literally <clears throat> is literally in in the best shape it's ever been because of the fact that they've controlled the way things are done, like controlled the actual people and the way things are done. I wouldn't say for the best. Years, I wouldn't say it's the right? best it's ever done, been. But go ahead. Well, it's, a, it's climbing, so it's definitely got to be the best it's ever been. No, right. Don't forget, in feudal China, in like the eight hundreds, they were literally like the only one that traded. So they were just they had. All the oh yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at that point, I'm talking about while everybody else has had an actual economy, the GDP over like thirty five thousand, you know. <laughs> okay. Um. But uh. So it okay. So my point in saying that was, you're talking about China being on our asses, right? The way we're gonna keep the United States, the United States, in terms of economic superpower, is we're either going to stay the way we are right now and it's never going to get that drastic right where we split and we just go downhill like the civil war times wait you just say what way what way what what's... economic superpower yeah what all right you just gave you didn't say way you went I'm on confused. you just you just gave two options if you're going to give us a way it's, it's one option for us to stay the superpower no 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 i'm i'm saying it's going to go I'm saying it's going to go in two separate ways in terms of, like, we're going to fall or we're not going to fall. Or I mean, that's... Saying how it's going to go those ways. That's inherent. Saying how it's going to go those ways. Okay. Type thing. Go ahead. Right? So, we're either going to split 
Civil War times, right? Economy's going to go down, right? Or we're going to become like China and the U.S. government is going to control every facet of how we fucking exist. And it's just going to lock it up. I don't think that's possible. So then what the fuck is going to happen? We're going to (laughs) fall. I feel like that's kind of the only way we can go. You're going the other way. Okay. I just, I don't see how it can get fixed. People are extremely self-interested. And usually when that happens, you got to shut the bitch down because it's just, it's too bad. Like, think about when Rome and all these ancient societies fell, right? uh, What is it? Politicians, they got too powerful. Society got a little too fat. And then things just spiral out of control. And a neighboring nation that's been building up its time just takes over. Right? So the only thing I'm saying is, like, if we're not the superpower anymore, like, that means that everything we have here becomes more expensive. Our dollar's worth less. Like, it just changes the way life is for us in general. Like, there can still be a good life had here. Not saying evacuate. I'm just saying that Europe is an extremely divided set of nations that are all about each other. That have very drastically different rules and tolerances for different people. And the United States is pretty much there now. The only difference is we're still somewhat connected and use the same currency. But, I mean, how long do you think it is until, like, Texas, Florida, Louisiana, and Alabama are just like, yeah, fuck the North. Like, why don't we just be our own contingent and use our own money? And then we'll just throw Georgia in there. We got a lot of people. We generate a lot of money in the economy. Why not? You know, what's to stop that from happening? It doesn't even have to happen either. Just the, if that is even floated on the news, American American stock market is taking a shit immediately for the next month. Just taking a shit. Right? And people that trade in foreign currencies and people that have to receive foreign currencies do not like to deal with country, countries that have this type of unrest. So the American dollar, instead of being the world's reserve currency, <clears throat> it could be the Chinese yuan. Like I said before, like the Saudi, the uh, Saudi Arabians and the uh, Arab Emirates have already tried to change, have already started discussing changing the world's reserve currency that they use for oil and shit from the American dollar. Like that's happening already. What happens in two years if like Trump gets back in office? They pulling the plug on that shit. That's a dub. They ain't doing that shit again. People like that do not want their money to be played with. No, I mean, I think... I don't... I don't know if there's any federal restriction on, you know... The United States never allowing... One or... One or more uh, states to become their own... What, republic? Whatever the fuck you would call it. Their own entity whatever yeah um i don't know if there's any federal restrictions like that but there's got to be some type of uh verbiage for shit like that uh, let's look it up how would a state go about seceding let's see Let's see. Uh, 
All right, this is really fucking dense. Let's I was gonna say you're not. I don't know if you're gonna find a little breakdown. Anymore. Yeah, I'm trying to find something easy to read because I was a whole. You're gonna have to, yeah. Okay, so Texas has threatened secession <clears throat> in the in the past decade. What? Yeah, bro. What? <laughs> Pay attention, please. One time, they've been said this. The conservatives of the state always say that shit. Let's see. Uh, the legality of seceding is seceding is problematic. Uh, Civil War played a very big role in establishing the power of the federal government, cementing that they had the final say. Let's see. Okay, European Union is not a good example because it's a loose association of compound states. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. So the Supreme Court has declared that secession is not legal. And therefore the United States would have to allow, I think, Texas to leave. Would have to allow? Didn't you just say the Supreme Court ruled it? They would, no, no, no. They would, they would have to be like, yeah, you can secede. Basically, the United States would have to be like, we'll, oh, we'll they'd let have you to go. give you permission. Yeah. All right. And look, someone, a Supreme Court justice, Antonine Scalia, wrote wrote this in 2006. The answer is clear. If there was any constitutional issue resolved by the Civil War, is that there is no right to secede. Hence, pledge of allegiance, one nation, indivisible. There we go. So. Indivisible under God. Wow. We learned a lot. I feel like I learned a lot today. I'm well, a politician. <laughs> it was funny. I was just telling somebody today. Somebody asked me a random question. They were like, what, did, what was one thing you wanted to be while growing up? And for like one summer when I was younger, I can definitely remember like wanting to be a politician. That's funny. Okay, so I guess in conclusion here. In conclusion. Scary hours. <laughs> scary hours. What time we got there, Charles? No Drake. <laughs> How much time we got on the... 58. 58. You want to rap? Or, actually, let's rap on a good note. It was a little dark. Let's talk about Alyssa Nackin, and then we'll get up out of here. Alyssa Nackin. First ever... We're big on the women's topics today, huh? Uh, big women, big woman's pot today. First woman to ever coach an MLB game. She was slotted in as the Giants' third base coach after their first string third base coach. Their first string. <laughs> the starter at the position. Antoine Richardson was ejected. Um, Damn, do you want to say why he was ejected? I don't know why he was ejected. Uh, he said that the other coach said something racially charged towards him. And he just went off? Yeah. Fair. Good reason to get ejected. Yeah, I don't even want to dig into that because we just touched on a bunch of depressing shit. So. Yeah, we're going to stay It's not depressing, notes. it's just more like, mm, gray area. That's not gray area. You're racist. No, You're a bitch. I, I, okay. You want to let's. All right, now we got to get into it. No, 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 no. I don't want to get into that. He it didn't was say anything it was racist. Really, he didn't say anything racist. You can't just 
You can't just say he said something racist. What what, what are we gonna look? I'm at? gonna I'm gonna read it. Hearsay. To you. I'm gonna read what he said. He said. Richardson said the Padres coach Mike Schilt, formerly the manager of Cardinals. Cardinals. He said that he yelled at me with undertones of racism. Right. So he said that he felt he treated him in a manner that had undertones of racism, and he said that Schilt was staring into the Giants' dugout, and Richardson said, "Can I help you? Are you looking for somebody?" And told him, and Schilt told him he's looking for Alex Wood. And Richardson said Schilt yelled words he believed were meant for Kapler. And he yelled, he said that Mike Schilt said, you need to control that motherfucker. At that point uh, in time, I went up to the top step and I said, excuse me. I can't, couldn't believe what I heard. At that point, Greg Gibson, the crew chief, decided to toss me from the game. I think that his words were disproportionately unwarranted and had undertones of racism when he referred to me as that motherfucker. As if I am to be controlled or a piece of property or enslaved. Stretch. That's that's why I said don't just call the dude a, a, a racist. Like I, I read the shit. That's a that's a stretch, Mister Antoine. I feel like he he. Reached. I'd call anybody this motherfucker. And look, you could just go on. You could just go in from the press and be like, "Yo, I felt like the way he said it was mad disrespectful." Feel me? I feel like that would have uh, listen achieved the message. They know there's no argument that quote unquote this motherfucker ain't disrespectful. Thousand percent is. Racist? Big stretch. I big stretch. I recant yeah. my statement, Mike Schilt. You're not a racist. You're just a motherfucker. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, back to Alyssa. Uh, she became the first woman to coach on the field in an MLB game. Eric Hosmer went over and shook her and shook her hand and looked her in the eye. And uh, she had a ponytail on at first base. <laughs> She had a ponytail on at first base. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, man. It was cool. You know, there's a uh, there's a pitcher in the Atlantic League that's a woman. I'm sorry. A woman yep. just played left field in the Atlantic League. Uh, there's also a current professional pitcher in the Australian League. Ooh, yes. Lefty. I think she's a lefty. Yeah, Kelsey Whitmore. That's for the Atlantic League? Yeah. Ooh, two-way player. hey oh. Staten Island Ferry Hawks. I actually just seen a dude that played for the Ferry Hawks throwing a bullpen the other day in the park. Nice. Went over two with a strikeout, hit by a pitch. Signed with the Ferry Hawks on April 8th. Uh, wow. This is crazy. <clears throat> Began a professional baseball career at 18, playing for the Sonoma Stompers? What? Last year, pitched, pitched for the Portland Pickles. What a name. Played for the Women's National Baseball Team in 2014. Posted a 135 ERA for Team USA and hit 348. Okay. She's a baller. Respect it. That's awesome. She got heart, man. Yeah, shout out Kelsey Whitmore. Shout out Alyssa Nacken, who I believe used to be a Yankees coach. I believe. Shout out to all the women doing it in the MLB. She's she's been these men are absolutely ruthless to each other. So we can only imagine how ruthless oh my god, they yeah, are to you guys. What I what I really hope. Yeah, I got some. What I really <laughs> I was gonna say, is it sexist for me to say yeah, I got some balls? No. Uh, you you want to say it's a little sexist? You want to say yeah, I got some ovaries on you? That's weird. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got some fallopian tubes on you, man. Now, what's crazy is... Okay, that's wild. <laughs> she's only 31, and she's been part of the Giants organization since 2014. Started as an intern in baseball operations. So she's been with them for eight years, and now she's on the field as the assistant coach to Gap, Gabe Kapler. Yep. Wow. What? That's gangster. Yep. I knew. I know a... Uh... I know a woman in the Giants organization right now that does all their, uh, does all their, uh, how do you, how would I say it? Their, their, it's kind of like their data engineer, I guess. She's a data analyst? Yeah. That's dope. She just handles all the data, inputs it, and uh, analyzes it. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh. She worked out at my place of employment for a while. She was like, she's literally, her reasoning was, uh, I do all this this data engineering. I see all the movements. And I've never done any of this stuff myself. Never. I probably should do some of this stuff so I know, so I can kind of connect. And I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. But, uh, but yeah. Won't be the last. Um, there is a, uh, there's a minor league, minor league coach for one of the Yankee affiliates that is also, yes, also in fact a woman. Um, I feel like we started to, we started to see the big, we started to see the big movement of women in the MLB after... After they appointed, oh my god, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. They appointed that woman for the Yankees. No, I'm watching her highlight tape on YouTube, man. Wow. Nice? Yeah. Wow. Some of these comments are terrible, though. Anyway, I'm not even going to read those. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but it's NG. Kim Eng. Kim Eng. Yeah. She is uh Derek Jeter is a big supporter of her. Yeah. Marlon She's GM. considered the, uh, the most successful woman in the history of Major League Baseball. Wow. That's heavy. Yeah. She is the highest ranking female executive in any organization in baseball. That's really heavy. And actually. affiliated with baseball. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, shout out. So I feel like my point in bringing her up was we saw, I think that started the whole uh, movement. Or rather, we just they just got more exposure, I guess, from that point on um, to women in professional baseball. Cause not just, we're not just talking Major League Baseball here. We're talking Atlantic League. We're talking Australian Baseball League. You know? Let me ask you something. Could you date a woman that was better at baseball than you were? Yeah. No, no, no. Like, not like, oh, she's good. Like, professional? No, like, she's better. I don't care if she plays professionally. Just like, oh, you just... know that she's better than you, and she also knows. Like, if you got an amount and you pitched her, she's smoking your shit. So, I'm not going to lie to you. Half of me just got aroused, <laughs> and the other half is Fluffy. like, God damn it! I'd be tight. But I think that's just my competitive spirit, so I'm going to go with yes, I could. I'm brushing her off the plate. <laughs> no. Can't hit her. 
Can't hit her. Look, if she don't get off up off the plate, that's on her. Okay? But you ain't finna come to the plate wilding I, out. I mean, I'm saying I can't hit her because I'm like I we're I'm talking we're talking significant others here. Yes. Okay. So yeah, like I said date. I said date a woman. Oh, date. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like I was like married to her or something. No, if I date somebody and she she just talking shit, I'm like get get in the What box. do you mean? All right, let's just say you're married. Does it matter? Yeah, I'm not trying to hit my wife in the face with a fastball. I bro, I didn't say throw it at somebody her. Somebody I'm dating though, I'd be like, "Listen, I might never see you again. I don't give a fuck." I didn't say throw it at her head. I just mean little rib cage. Little high and tight fastball. She knows the little game. Little bust. Throw it at the bust. Look, man, game is the game. <laughs> play how you play. Yeah, I definitely think I'm staying away from wife's body if she's in the box. But then again, if she's talking shit, I might let a two seam slip up and up slip up in on her. Little sweet chin music. Facts. Um but yeah, I don't think this is gonna be I don't think this is gonna slow down at all. I think this is just going to catapult and snowball into women in many positions in baseball come the next five, ten years. Agreed. Um, and it's gonna be awesome. Seeing a woman on a baseball field in a in a very like competitive fashion, like not just as some like ball girl or something like that, like in like a she's a key part of this winning strategy. Uh huh. Is very sexy. Big facts. Big facts. But my tank is empty. Dunzo. The Mets have the most wins in the major leagues. It's the Yankees. So I'm sorry, the Yankees and the Mets are tied with the most wins in, in the MLB. Mets so, have 18 wins? That's right. Won two games today. Oh. Catch up, huh? Anyway, that's what we do in Queens. We win two when our enemies win one. I'll let you, boy. I'm out of here. Be kind. Drink water. Don't be racist. Let's go, Yankees. Don't be mean to, to women. Go Mets.